Hello, welcome to the official AYC podcast. Each episode, we take a look at some fascinating topics as we prepare our hearts and minds for AYC 2021. This is The Road to AYC with your host, Morgan Vincent. Hello, my name is Morgan and welcome to the first podcast as we lead into AYC 2021. Super excited that you can join us and listen in, tune in from wherever you are around Australia or the world. Our first guest on the the podcast today is a good friend of mine. His name is Blair Lemke. Blair, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Good to be here, Morgan. Glad to be on the podcast. Now, Blair, we're just going to jump straight into it. And uh, I know that you are really excited about this uh, topic that we're going to be focusing on being identity. Blair, to begin with, just tell us a bit about your upbringing who you are, what you do for our listeners today. Yeah, no worries. Well, my name is Blair, as you've introduced. I am 29 years old. I am a Seventh Adventist, grown up in the Seventh Adventist Church all my life. My father is a pastor of the Seventh Adventist Church, and his dad was a pastor, and his dad was a pastor. I'm a fourth-generation Seventh Adventist pastor. And so, uh, yeah, quite familiar with the routines of the Seventh Adventist Church and just kind of... Um, yeah, who we are and what we are, uh, but I've come to love uh, Scripture and love the way that Seventh Adventists uh, have understood Scripture, and so passionate about sharing that. Looking forward to doing so. Mm. So really, you had no other option than to be a Seventh Adventist pastor, right? <laughs> well, yeah. look, everyone has a choice, and like there does come a point in everyone's life where you have to make a decision on whether you're going to adopt the faith of your parents or whether you're going to take mm. a different path. I mean, I have four siblings and uh, I am the only one of uh, the kids who is still a Seventh-day Adventist. So certainly there was a choice. Some of my brothers and sisters took mm. different choices. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I, in terms of being a Seventh-day Adventist, uh, going down the route of ministry, uh, there certainly was a pattern there to follow. Mm. Oh, that's great. That's That's really powerful, Blair. Look, we're just going to jump straight into it. Our first question, Blair, is regarding identity. And so I just want to throw it to you as to what is identity and uh, why you believe it to be so important. Yeah, it's such an important question. I'm glad you that you've brought it up. And I'm super excited to see that this is the theme uh, of AYC leading into AYC uh, and the theme of uh, yeah this month leading into that. And so uh, identity, really, when you boil down to it, identity is a statement of who you are. Mm. And so uh, this is crucially important because uh, this is how we identify people. It's how mm. we understand who is who and, what, and you know, kind of the characteristics that make them up. And why the second part of your question that you said, why is it so important? Uh, having a strong sense of identity is so important, I think, because uh, when you have a strong sense of identity, you know, you know, you, there's a sense of stability and direction of where you're going. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's super important. Um, there's... I, when I think of identity and when I think of this question you've asked as we try to explain and understand it to our listeners, um, identity to me, it, it's always connected to uh, the reason it's so important is because it's one of those questions that everybody asks, the basic mm. fundamental questions about, um, you know, our existence. The first one being identity, who am I, you know, these sorts of questions. Um, and then the other two, belonging, where did I come from uh, and um uh, purpose. Uh, what am I here for? And so, when you have a sense of identity, 
when you understand identity, it's connected to those other, you know, big mm. questions of life as well and gives you some, yeah, it, to, to, once you have a sense of who you are, it guides you in answering those other questions as well. Mm. Uh, yeah. So in, in, in other ways, in, in, in simple language, you could say that to know your identity is foundational to who you are. 100%. That's exactly who it, That's exactly what's encapsulating here. And it's so important because um, to know who you are then gives you the ability to move forward and make decisions and have a sense of stability um, and all of these sorts of things that go along with it. So then to, to take it a step further, if someone was to say to you, who are you? Then kind of it doesn't, it doesn't just make sense to say, well, you're a human. Mm. Like it, that, that just to me seems to be what the response would be. But when we look at identity, you mentioned you're a Seventh-day Adventist pastor. You mentioned you love scripture. For you, why is your identity as a child of God and as a Seventh-day Adventist so important uh, and, and foundational and critical to who you are? Mm. Yeah. Well, I think that's very important because it's like, as you say, everyone, you know, there is, everyone has a basic identity of being a human, but then you build an identity uh, around, you know, Christianity, so to speak, or even further um, Seventh-day Adventist identity. And there's kind of Mm -hmm. layers and facets of this. Uh, And so for me, why it's so important or why a Christian identity or, and then a Seventh-day Adventist Christian identity is so central to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, is because I believe that Christianity actually answers these questions um, of, you know, these major questions of life so powerfully and persuasively. And so this is why it's central to me because it, it answers them very well. So, for example, you know, we ask the question of identity, who am I? Well, Scripture gives very clear answers about that. You know, God says that we're created in His image mm-hmm. uh, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. And so, uh, you know, we are created in the image of a God, a higher power. Mm. Um, goes on scripture says that in john chapter 1 verse 12 that when we receive him that we actually become a child of god and so we see just such a powerful uh, explanation of who we are mm. you know it, it script christianity gives a very clear answer to that and those other two questions as well that we talk about connected with identity mm-hmm. um, belonging where did i come from well we we come from a creator god who's made us uh, and what am I here for? Well, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. We're here to uh, to shine our light, to to give glory to God. And so a Christian kind of identity uh, is gives such a, a full picture and a, and a wholesome and a purposeful and a meaningful answers to these questions. Mm. Um, you know, there's there's competing narratives in the world about identity and the competing narratives that are out there is that, you know, um, who am I? The, how do? How, what's the competing narrative to Christianity on that? Well, your identity can be whoever you, whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you just um, whatever you identify as, that can become your identity. Um, the question of belonging, who do I be, or where did I come from? Well, the competing narrative to that in Christianity is that we've not come from a higher power, but we've just come from, you know, some mm-hmm. sort of. Um, evolutionary process um, a a cause of you know just um accidents so to speak Mm -hmm. um and what am i here for well the competing narrative to christianity is that you're not here for any good reasons as an accident and Mm. you know whoever you know just live the best you can whoever dies with the most toys wins basically Mm. um and so 
So that question, why is a Christian identity so central to me? It's because the answers that are given to those questions to me are so much more meaningful and persuasive to a reasoning mind than the competing narrative that's out there. Mm. Um, and then to follow up on that, you said the Christian identity, but then on top of that, you know, I, I've told you here, we've just shared that I identify, I choose to be a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. Mm-hmm. And so why is a Seventh-day Adventist identity so important to me, so central to me? Well, um, I think that when you look at Scripture, it so powerfully answers those, the Seventh-day Adventist understanding of Scripture, again, powerfully answers those three questions. Who am I? You look at Revelation chapter 10, and as a Seventh-day Adventist, if you ask this question, who am I, um, you see in Scripture in Revelation 10, a prophetic movement that identifies the rise of the seventh, the Advent movement. It's mm. prophesied in Scripture. Um, that there is an answer in Scripture that specifically speaks to who the seventh Adventist is. It's it's prophesied in Revelation 10. Um, the question there of belonging: Who do I belong to? What am I a part of? Revelation 12 speaks of a group of faithful believers who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus and and this is uh, who a Seventh-day Adventist um, church group belongs to, um, uh, and primarily, of course, to God who created us. Mm. Um, and then, of course, uh, what am I here for? Um, well, Revelation 14 answers so powerfully, a, a gives a statement of mission, what the Seventh-day Adventist church is here for, mm. a specific purpose, a specific reason. Um, and so that question, you know, why is a Christian and a Seventh-day Adventist identity so central to me, um, well, Christian first and foremost, because the answers that are provided uh, by God are so much more meaningful to me than the competing narrative that's out there. Mm. And Seventh-day Adventist, why is that so central to me? Because I can see clearly in Scripture that in Revelation 10, 12, and 14, that the identity of the Seventh-day Adventist church is identified in Scripture. The Who, who they are is identified. Uh, in Revelation 12, and what they are here for, what we're here to do, is identified in Revelation mm. 14, and it's it's powerful, persuasive answers from Scripture, um, and it's it's why I choose to be a Seventh Adventist Christian. Wow, that's that's succinct, and 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 I know I've heard you in in other forums uh, elaborate on this a lot more, Blair, but to hear it in such succinct ways, uh, I believe, is a timely reminder for for those listening, uh, whether you're you're a young person uh, or, or or young at heart. Blair, you're approaching your fourth decade of life. I don't want to let that scare you. Uh, you're approaching 30, which which tells me you're on the, the cusp of a, another decade. <laughs> um, but I, I, I guess with what you're saying, there's the narrative that you found to be true. And that's, if you will, the, the worldview uh, that you see everything through. Yes. Uh, you've, you've spoken about the competing narratives, and, and I 100% agree that that there are many competing narratives, uh, many different worldviews that are vying for our attention, vying mm. for our uh, our allegiance, if you will. I want to ask the question then, because you found it to be true for yourself, and uh, I, I, I would resonate with that as well, uh, in, in Revelation 10, 12, and 14, fundamental to that, it's in the very book of Revelation. Not a book of, you know, uh, weird things, but it's a book that reveals Christ, hence from Revelation 1 and verse 1. It's, it's a revelation of Jesus Christ. And so I want to then throw this question to you, Blair, because for those young people today in the midst of COVID-19 and just confusion that's happening around the world, 
we're living in uncertain times. We're living in uh, very unique times as well. But I want to ask you as to why young people should take their identity seriously and therefore know who they are. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, it is it is very important for young people to have a sense of identity and know who they are. Um, and first and foremost, I think that that's important because if you don't know who you are, if you don't know um, you know why you believe what you believe, then basically you're like you're like a ship uh, in the ocean without an anchor. Mm. It's just tossed to and fro by the winds and the waves, and you just you know you're taken with whatever current might come along. And young people, as they're trying to navigate uh, this, as you rightly point out, confusing, um, you know, different, crazy world that we're living in, we need an anchor. Young mm. people today need an anchor. They need to know who they are uh, and who their God is and uh, why they believe what they believe. And I think this is so crucially important um, because when you have those answers, mm-hmm. you, you, there's a maturity of faith that develops. Um, you know, you have an ability of discernment. When you have answers to those questions, you can discern. You can, you're not as easily tossed to and fro. Um, and I really love a passage of Scripture. Uh, Paul actually speaks to this reality very clearly in Ephesians chapter 4. Um, in verses uh, about 13 and 14, he talks about this idea of coming to the unity of the faith, growing up and, and becoming a mature Christian. And, uh, and then he says, when this happens, we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waters and blown here and there by every wind of doctrine uh, and by the cunning craftiness, he says at the end of that verse, of, um, of the devil and his scheming ways. Mm. And so the idea that's being communicated here is that, uh, you know, as we mature in our Christian journey, as young people uh, understand what their identity is as a Christian and as a Seventh-day Adventist, as they understand why they believe and what they believe, mm-hmm. they will, along with that comes a uh, robustness, a resilience, a discernment that is able to uh, protect them. It's like an anchor that stops them being tossed through, you know, tossed to and fro by by mm-hmm. whatever might come. Um, and so it, it is so important. And I think, you know, in, in as I reflect back on my as you point out, several decades of life, although, um, you know, still quite... You're still 29, so <laughs> even though you're approaching your fourth decade of Still life. quite young. Um, as I reflect back on my experience, I can look back and I can see, you know, um, in my early 20s, um, you know, as, as I was a young person for the first time trying to understand these things, what I believed and why I believed it, you know, um, I knew what the Seventh Adventist Church believed. I shared with you my exposure to the church mm-hmm. through many generations, but I sure. didn't know why I personally believed. And I think that's such a crucially important thing for every young people. And so, as I went through this experience um, of uh, for myself understanding what I believed and why I believed it, um, I, I was w- journeying with friends. And as you do, everyone makes their own decisions about how they do things. Mm. Um, but I remember. Um, many of my friends started to experiment with um, attending other Christian churches. There was a local um, charismatic church down the road that a lot of my friends started to attend and visit. Um, and and what I sort of started to see happen over the course of a few years is many of my friends leave the Seventh-day Adventist church and join other churches and then some of them ultimately leaving Christianity all altogether. Hmm, wow. uh, and and this process, I was just witnessing and watching it take place. And, um, and, and I could see that a key difference between my experience and their experience is that um, I would talk to them. I'd ask them, why are you, you know, why are you 
making these decisions. And they would just mm. say, well, they'd say things like this. They'd say, well, um, you know, uh, there's there's more young people over here or there's a style of music that I might prefer or, um, you know, whatever you can sub in, whatever, you know, there was many different reasons that were given. But essentially at the bottom, at the at the when it all boiled down to it, the, the response was, well, I don't see any difference between this, the Seventh-day Church and any other Christian denomination other than maybe, you know, there's more young people or maybe this trivial, re- or, you know, whatever, you sub in a reason. Um, but there was just no... Uh, understanding of the uniqueness or and how that not every single um, church denomination is the same mm-hmm. not, you know and, and and there's just there was a lack of understanding of why they believed uh, what they believed and why they believed it um, and this was this was the responses that many of them were sharing with me and so um, that that was a real that's a real thing that I've always looked back on and I've thought back to because um, because this when you Having a sense of identity, knowing who you are, um, as a seventh Adventist, knowing knowing who you are, that is a guard against, um, you know, uh, seeing, you know, just drifting in and out of the church. Because when you truly know who you are, as a seventh Adventist, when you see in Scripture the, the prophetic um, identity of the seventh Adventist church, the the mission of the church, there's no mistaking who you are and what you're sure. to do. And so, um, yeah, I think it, it is very important for young people to get a grasp of this um, so that uh, they can, yeah, not be tossed to and fro, not be, um, uh, you know, taken away by the schemes of the devil as he tries to trick mm. us. Um, and, and he's very good at doing that. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, that's, um, Blair, thank you for sharing that because, you know, uh, we, we know in this podcast, we're not necessarily giving answers as to how to find your identity or, you know, this is how you do it. We're, we're more looking at the why because uh, it's it's a common thing at the, at the moment, you know, you know, the last couple of years is that, you know, things don't make too much sense if we don't know the why. That's right. And so you've helped us uh, understand more of the why or the, the foundation and the, the pivotal importance of knowing uh, who we are as children of God and knowing who we are uh, as Seventh-day Adventists. And, and so for those listening, they, they may uh, have been refreshed to, to hear this podcast, or for those listening may think, you know what, maybe I need to be more grounded and know who I am as, as a child of God and as a Seventh-day Adventist. And, uh, you know, you, you shared some passages in Scripture that uh, would serve to help someone navigate uh, and and find for themselves their own anchor, so that they too may not be tossed as you as you shared, uh, Blair. As we come to the final uh, question before we have any concluding comments, I just want you to briefly. I know you've touched on it in in, in different ways, but give us a conclusive answer uh, as to why you, as a 29 year old in, in in living in 2020, amidst the the just the 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 world and and this information age with everything going on, why are you a Seventh-day Adventist? Mm. Look, there's a lot of reasons, um, but if I was to boil it down to just a very succinct response, I would say that uh, the reason I've made a commitment to be, um, or the reason that I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, I've chosen to be a Seventh-day Adventist Christian is because I'm firmly committed. I've made a commitment to follow Jesus wherever he goes. Mm. And this is a posture that you see in Scripture. Um, in Revelation chapter 14, verse 4, it talks about God's faithful people at the end of time. They're described as following the Lamb, Jesus, mm. wherever he goes. 
And so I've, I've made a commitment to do that personally, my own experience, my own walk with God. And that has, uh, that's led me to the Seventh Adventist Church because, uh, you know, Jesus uh, leads us. He tells us um, in his word many times. Uh, and one example, First Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, um, Jesus, when he's describing, when God's describing the church, he describes it as the pillar and foundation of truth. Mm. And so as you look, you know, as I look at the church, uh, you know, and, and any young people, a young person who's listening to the to our conversation, as you try to make a decision about, you know, who, what's, you know, are you going to be a 7th MS? Are you mm. not going to be? The question you should be concerned with is, uh, is, is looking to be a part of or follow Jesus wherever he goes mm. and be a part of the church that Jesus describes as the church of God. And Jesus describes the church as the pillar and the foundation of truth. And so you, you can, as a young person, as anyone who's listening, we can very um, uh, simply look at the teachings of any church, mm-hmm. look at the teachings of any church and test it against Scripture and see if it is the pillar and foundation of truth, because this is what the church is. Mm. It's the pillar and foundation of truth. And if you come across a teaching on a website or a, or a pastor that's preaching and it is uh, an official teaching of the church that is contrary to God's word, then this will be a clear sign that the church, whatever you're in, is not the church that Jesus is describing. Hmm. Um, and so it's uh, it's something that, um, uh, yeah, the, if you if you make that commitment to follow Jesus wherever he goes, that's led me into the Seventh Adventist Church. Hmm. Um, and so I think for a young person or for anyone who's listening, um, for them too, they can do the same process to, to for themselves, study scripture, make a commitment. I would encourage anyone to make a commitment to follow Jesus wherever he goes. Hmm. And that can sometimes mean the difficult thing of leaving a an idea or, you know, a uh, even a, a, a body of believers that is um, contrary to God's word. Hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, when we look at, um, there's many places, when we look at Revelation chapter 12 verse 17 describes God's faithful people at the end of time. It says that they keep the commandments of God. Um, and so uh, when you, you know, you, you look at the commandments of God and you uh, try to have a look at the survey, or, you know, you look at the Christian world, try to find the church that's keeping the commandments of God. Hmm. Um, and if you start to go down that process, then that will, uh, that's that's the answer for how I found the Seventh Day Church. Hmm. Wow. No, that's hmm. powerful, Blair. And uh it's 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 reminding me of of that similar journey that uh, that I've gone on as well, and and maybe for those listening as well. We hope that this podcast today, uh, this conversation that Blair and I have had, has has helped you uh, in. We hope and pray grounding yourself with your identity, uh, your God given identity, and uh, we just want want to pray uh, as we as we lead into AYC that uh, there are many reasons uh, why. Uh, we want you to, to be a part of AYC. Uh, continue joining us on the journey as we as we lead into AYC as well. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, and so, Blair, thank you for your time today. It's been great being here. I'm looking forward to AYC. That's good. Yeah, it's good. It's not many months away now, but uh, this podcast, this conversation, uh, we want to encourage you uh, to keep uh, searching and being grounded in, in the identity that God has given you, uh, that you may not be like a a boat or a ship tossed to and fro, uh, but that you would have an anchor, uh, that you would have a grounding in truth, and and most importantly, that being 
the truth of who Jesus Christ is. So be blessed and stay tuned for more coming in AYC.